0: Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Roya Mosinian. <laughs> shalom, shalom, everybody. <laughs> Guess what day it is?
1: It's Monday. we have special guest host, and I just want to start off by saying reunited and it feels <laughs> so good my old host the original OG Mr. Matt
0: <laughs>
1: that's all I know that's all I wrote down that. how are you Stephen Ah, oh, baruch Hashem look at you you look fabulous Matt you've oh, lost you. weight you
0: know, it's better you... to look fabulous than to feel fabulous yeah that's right It's better to look good
1: darling than to feel good. You look marvelous. You really do look good. You've lost weight.
0: Thanks. Well actually you know what since you've seen me last I actually took off most of my beard. I went back to my goatee. It I was uh, and that makes me that I'm I'm told that that makes me look younger and thinner. Maybe that's why my wife asked me to take it off. Oh she did? She, wanted to, she wanted to be married to a young thin guy. <laughs> but matthew darling uh listen, you look fat in your beard please shave it you know oh, it's really pretty gray man and
1: it makes me look well, old you know what you're right i i at one time grew a huge beard and it did it made me look fat and then i so i trimmed it down and this is what you see now and it does it makes you look thinner um although i have a lot of gray in my beard and i just like a i look like a creepy old man with a long beard but um
0: Well, there's gonna be there's gonna be people. I I just did this yesterday, so I showed up in class last night because you know I'm in a tour guide class, and people were like, "Huh, what? Huh? The guy looks familiar." (laughs) Yeah, they're like, "Hey, who's the new guy?" I and so I can't wait to start seeing my friends in partisan and see if they'll recognize me. Well, if if our listeners don't remember, if we've gathered new
1: listeners. Uh, Matt Zucker was the original co-host with me on Lighten Up, and then he decided he quit the show to become a tour guide in Israel. So if you're in, So if you're in Israel, Matt is the greatest tour guide. Now he's in school, so now why, tell us how it's going. When are you going to
0: graduate? Well, well, Bezrat Hashem, as they say, if I graduate on time, it won't be until like march 2024 wow it takes that long well the class itself is over mid-november but then all the testing starts and the testing process is fairly rigorous you have to pass um Uh, testing from the school before they let you go to the Ministry of Tourism and then you have to go to the Ministry of Tourism and pass the written test and then once you pass the written test you have um, an oral presentation where you basically have to take evaluators on guided tours around Jerusalem and they you know put you through the ringers and da 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 da. so it's um, and apparently there's a 60% fail
1: rate wow yeah. what you will not fail you are pressure burned.
0: baby that's pressure because I need some money <laughs> oh please Barbara's loaded please oh my gosh um so
1: <laughs> do it how is it like high school like the kids in your class are you are you getting in trouble are you passing
0: notes no, are you trying to are, make no, a... no no it's not No, it's a very serious you class. Get detention well, is there detention no
1: have you gotten thrown out of class once
0: no Oh well, then I did get through... thrown out of a church. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds like. Let me get story. thrown out. No, no, no. We were in some Armenian. Uh, it was uh, supposed to be Mary's tomb on the uh, Mount of Olives, right? And Ooh, uh, you mean Miriam? M- yeah, Maryam. Right. So. <laughs> She so anyway so but you know in the you know and I have to go into a lot of churches and the rule is you take your hat off and you go into the church okay no problem but keeping your kepa on was okay and we were in this, this some Armenian monk took issue with you know told me to take my kepa off and I showed him my hat and I'm like yeah my hat's off he's like no you got to take that off and kepa the kepa the yeah 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 so I just kind of ignored him and kept walking but he got the guy behind me and then so we had to leave because of course we weren't going to take off our kippahs. in it, Israel in Israel in in, in Israel in the that, Jewish it, state. That did cause a little bit of a stink that day, I will tell you. Listen, <laughs> there was... the bald <laughs> guy in the front,
1: the bald guy in the front, get him out. He is wearing a kippah, and I'm very offended.
0: You fat bald man with your beard. <laughs> no, no, no. It, got, it, like, it was like, it was like. first of all, it was like the coldest, rainiest, windiest day in Jerusalem you can imagine. And there's this monk telling us to take our kippahs off him. I can't do that. You didn't take your robe off. <laughs> right? <laughs> Matt, you're killing me. Did you me? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean every, so we we got to leave. And I will tell you that I was very disappointed. And I had cl- So it was myself and there's one other guy who wears a kippah in the class. So we left. And uh, about four or five other brothers came out with us in solidarity because they're like, look, if you can't wear a kippah here, we're not, we're not staying. And they left. And I was a little disappointed that um, – <laughs> Like more people didn't come out, but whatever. It, and as we're sitting outside, getting beat with the rain and the wind and freezing, yeah, it started getting a little saltier about what was going down. It wasn't well, was a good day. You
1: did, you, you, you did a kiddush hashem, and um, I'm and not made, so
0: sure about that. I'm not so sure about that, man, because we were not quiet about how how we felt when we were standing outside in the rain.
1: That, <laughs> no, that's fine. I just love the fact that you told the guy to, "Why don't you take your robe off?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't actually say that. I, oh, I, I, no, no, that's what up. I'm thinking. Uh, look, I'm in the class, and I got, you know, it's like uh, I got to tread lightly. It's very political. Look, you know, you, you, listen, man, the Ministry of Tourism, it's like a weird. Yeah. I'm just well, keeping my head down. I'm just keeping my head down. I'm going to try to get my certificate and then do my thing. I know. I you, have you, should have said, you should have said to the guy in the church, you know what? I'm going to give you a bad review on Yelp. <laughs> this is going on Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, that was just that one. We've had, I mean, I've met uh, some Franciscan monks that are uh, that were awesome. You know, yeah. this guy was just um, okay. You know, um, well, let's say hello
1: to our listeners. Matt, of course, as usual, you remember the United States of China is listening. Israel, Canada, Slovakia, I love them. So, I was telling you about Slovakia. They have excellent fly fishing there. Oh, okay. And South Africa yeah. and Sweden. That's it. Okay.
0: <laughs> Wow.
1: Um, so for our listeners that don't know, so here in America, it's Memorial Day, so everything's closed. There's no school, the banks, and so I don't have to go to work today,
0: even though I should be getting paid for this job. But I'm not. <laughs> um, money ruins everything, dude. Just like do things you love and don't worry about the money. You're right. You're right because
1: you know what? I wanna, I'm i going to end up living in a van down by the river very soon. I know some. <laughs> I know people in Israel that live in vans, okay, is a fan. <laughs> That's going to be me, Barb um (laughs) i
0: thought about it
1: (laughs) matt so listen i wanted to ask so uh also for our listeners uh this past weekend not only was shabbos of course but was was one of the big festivals the holidays of the jewish people the giving of the torah shavuot how was your shavuot tell us about
0: it it was strange you know shavuot is very cool in israel because it's like embraced by the secular and the religious for separate reasons but it's a huge holiday and uh so so we were invited over to friend's house for a, a barbecue on on friday and we had my my older son had friends in from america visiting so we had a whole crew coming over for shabbat dinner all right but we got invited to our our friend's barbecue no problem we had never been to their house before and israel has this weird uh thing where you could have possibly more than one of this st- same street number house on the same street. Yeah, it's happened a couple of times. So we go, we walk and it's, you know, we're not driving. So we walk like 40 minutes. Thank goodness it was a nice day and we have all of our stuff. We're bringing this out and the side dishes for the barbecue, blah, 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 blah. We get to the dude's house, the street number, and there's no one there. And we're like, what the <laughs> no one there on purpose. Then- So we go, we see some people outside a few doors down. We asked if they knew them. They didn't know them. And I'm like, this is a classic Israeli weird double address. I'm sure of it. What are we going to do? We're sitting there like, what are we going to do? We went home we took our what? salad and our rice and beans. What the heck did you want us to do? We were like, we had people coming for Shabbat dinner. We didn't know where they lived. We walked around the neighborhood. We didn't see anything. And so we did go home. Did you call him? Did you call the guy and say, hey? Oh, you no, it was, a, it was a hug. Right. They, they, right, they right, I right, didn't, didn't right. have, I have my phone. And, and if I did, he wouldn't answer his. Oh, yeah. Right? Wow, yeah. that's so great. Go, Only, man, you. Right.
1: Only you, Matt, does that happen to <laughs>
0: So he goes in, so we walk all the way home. And then, uh, so Moat Shabbat. After Shabbat ends on Saturday night, I call him up. I'm like, hey, man, I'm really sorry. I don't know what the heck happened. And he's like, I thought you'd been to my house before. I'm like, no, I've never been to your house. I'm like, do you have one of those things where there's more than one street, or one more than one house on your street with that same number? He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like a common thing. It's like, it's like like It's like a thing. It's ridiculous. You know, every now and then, you think that living in israel you're in a developed country (laughs) but then something really fast happens to make you realize you're in the middle east
1: (laughs) wait so they have the same so there's two people that could
0: live on the same street with the same address with the same number right listen we are we were here um we weren't we were we were in israel only a couple of months and the first time that happened we were invited to someone's house for dinner we show up the house is dark barb calls her up on the phone. She goes, oh, oh you're like on the wrong uh, number 27. Just walk three or four doors down and you'll be there. I can't tell you how many times you get invited to a barbecue or a party and they tell you what address to put into Waze. But listen, so find a parking spot, but don't go to that address. You want to go three doors down, look for a blue fence, go in through the fence and there'll be a green you know, uh, house in the back and that's it. It's like nothing is Easy here. Nothing wow. is easy here. That's all I'm gonna say. But I love wow. it.
1: Wow, wow, <laughs> wow. That that story took up so much time. I couldn't tell you about my shavuot That was
0: my that was my shavuot. <laughs> So I didn't really do anything. I walked to a friend's house, but I didn't. But I
1: didn't. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, since I didn't get to share my shavuot story, I'm gonna have to well, share. We tell when me all get...
0: about it when we come back from this break yes
1: because it's very funny and um i for the first time i stayed up all night learning torah so it was it was very exciting yeah yeah i always think
0: about doing that i always think about doing it but i I really i need my sleep
1: (laughs) well we'll we'll discuss it when we get back and i promise everybody we will do news stories stick around
0: Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Roya Mosinian. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller. If you're just joining us, guess who's with us? The original OG, my original co-host, one of the founders of this incredible show, Mr. Matt Zucker. you. <laughs>
0: A <laughs> <laughs> you did that throughout your whole career in this in this business. Uh, um, yeah. Well, if my phone doesn't beep and tell me to do something. It doesn't happen.
1: <laughs> so we were talking about Shavuot, and I just wanted to share real quickly before we get into our news stories uh, about my Shavuot. Um, so for the, so it's a tradition um, that you should stay up all night and uh, study Torah. I'm not going to go into the reason why. So for, but for the first time. I did it, and I was I was studying Torah. I, I, I spend my Shabbats and every holiday down at this at this or with this beautiful Orthodox community where I live, in this kollel, and I stayed up all night and I studied Torah, and um, it wasn't. And then we did uh, we did the morning prayers like at four forty five in the morning, and I was I was. Going through, the, you know, and it's a long uh, service. You got to do all these special things, and you read from the Ten Commandments. Well, by the time we got to the Ten Commandments, it was like maybe seven a.m., seven fifteen, and I just couldn't, I, I, I couldn't take it anymore. I, I, for some reason, I must have passed out right in my chair, and I had my head down with my tallis over my head, and I slept through the, I slept through the Ten Commandments at Sinai, babe. Oh, my God. I was, like, drooling. I woke up. I'm like, what What? what happened? I, drooling. I was, and, and, and I'm like, did I miss the Ten Commandments? And the guy said to me, like, yeah, you missed it. I'm like, great. Um, wow. But it was funny just looking around. I was watching, like, all these guys. And so many guys were, like, dozing off, sleeping. It's very hard to stay up all night and then dive in, in the morning, which means praying. Uh, and it was just hysterical seeing everyone like with the head nod, Matt. You know, like they're they're just with the head nod. And then they're, and
0: they're listen, just, man, listen, man. Like, Eleven o'clock hysterical. is like hours past my bedtime. We had a couple of friends who were hosting um, some all night shivers, some some lessons. Uh, but a, there were like long walks because we kind of live on the other side of town. Um, I don't know, man. I just like. All right, well, I'd like- it was, I would, you know. I mean, I'm sure it'd be a great experience, but.
1: Well, the next day, just so you know, ne- with, you know, the next day I felt like I had a hangover the whole day. It was, it was, I slept so much. It was, it was, it was rough. But whatever, it was something I wanted to do.
0: Did you guys do any like l- times, uh throughout the evening?
1: Uh, no, they had coffee and a lot of candy and sugar. I was fine. Like whiskey keeps me up
0: <laughs>
1: until it puts you down. No, I, I can't, I can't, I can't drink and learn Torah. Um, what? So, wait, Matt. You wouldn't do also... well Chabad, huh? No, it's not Chabad. They're not Chabad. Um, anyway, Matt, I do want to share yes. something. So, a couple weeks ago, remember, I, uh, I met uh, you and Barbara's very good friend who's a big, big star. I plugged her show, um, the Jewish matchmaker on Netflix. Yeah, Eliza um, Ben Shalom. Eliza Ben Shalom. I met her, and it was great. And guess who I met else, everybody out there in Israel News Talk Radio, all our listeners. I met... Matt Zucker and Barbara's mother. <laughs> I took a picture with mothers, her. mothers, 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 mothers.
0: Mother.
1: right? You're I'm not married to my sister. sister. <laughs> <laughs> so it's right. So I met, I met your mom. I sure love her an awful lot. <laughs> I met, I met your mom and I took a picture with your mom and Barbara's mom. It was awesome. And, um, so I said to your mom, Matt, <laughs> I said, I, I introduced myself to her. I said, Hey, my name is Steve Miller. Um, you know, I, I, I used to do a show with your son, Matt Zucker. He and I started the uh, Lighten Up show on Israel News Talk Radio. I'm like, um, and have you ever – did you ever listen to the show? She goes, oh, no, I don't listen to that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. I don't think she ever once listened. Ever she, once. She, so listen, I'm going to tell you about my mom. By she did So these are all true stories. These are all true Mom, you know they're true, and I love you anyway okay because my mom is the best i hit the mother lottery but my mom i i grew up being told matthew don't love me so much matthew go play in traffic (laughs) right (laughs) well i'll tell you what you know but and also when i was a kid you know what man moms and dads didn't go to little league games with you either you rode your bike there you know and you played baseball
1: yeah exactly
0: um i didn't have a helicopter mom what can i say but anyway
1: yeah, no, that, that's good. I, I can tell your mom's not a helicopter mom because she doesn't even care about you.
0: I don't listen to that show. It's terrible. All right, listen. So, you know, my mom, bless her heart, my mom is the best. I love her. My mom has some issues with, I don't know, she doesn't like long, scruffy beards, and maybe, I don't know. She, like, like you know, I live in Pardisana, man. Everyone's got a long, scruffy beard. Yeah. Um, when mine gets too long, she's like, Matthew, your beard's getting too long. You should, you should trim it. I don't like those long, scruffy beards. I'm like, Mom, all these, like, religious guys I live amongst they all got long, scruffy beards yeah, i know i don't like him <laughs> so i'm like hey mom i heard you met my friend stephen she goes yeah he's a good looking guy and his beard's <laughs> too <just> scruffy <laughs>
1: is that what she said about me yes
0: that's exactly oh, what she said
1: about you like, oh I'm like, my god, god. I his beard's too scruffy <laughs> well at least she thought i was good looking does she know any uh 80 year old
0: women that are single <laughs> no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> probably i think there's a lot <laughs> i'm just kidding matt we, we gotta, gotta check some... bank balances first man okay
1: uh we have to do uh news stories here. I want to tell you my first story here. Go. Now you're gonna you're gonna you probably heard about this. Now you're you love music. You look you're a rocker. Um of course Roger Waters in the news again uh did a show where else in Germany, and this is what I love. Finally, someone stands up to him. He he did a show where he like came out like a Nazi paraphernalia and did something about Anne Frank. Um but here's what I love uh demonstrators waves flags uh israeli flags uh from the crowd at a controversial act a former pink floyd frontman waters under he's under investigation in germany for incitement after donning nazi garb on stage and apparently there was there was a protester waving an israeli flag and then they rushed on the stage how awesome is that
0: that's killer
1: it is. It says, groups of protesters dispersed in the crowd also waved large Israeli flags in what appeared to be a coordinated response to Pink Floyd's frontman, latest anti-Semitic controversy on his current tour. And the protesters were screaming, I'm Yisrael Chai. I'm Yisrael Chai. I love it. Finally, finally, they stand up to these people. I love it. They just bum-rushed the stage, baby.
0: I'm surprised he didn't get beat up. What? <laughs> Yeah, he, that's uh, awesome. You know, by the way, I can't. I'm, mean, you know, Pink Floyd is huge in Israel, and I always kind of made me scratch my head. But you know, David Gilmore is not a Jew hater, so no, he's yeah, not. Roger in, Waters in fact, is a piece of work.
1: In fact, uh, him and his wife were putting out tweets calling uh, Roger Waters that he's anti-Semitic and rotten to the core, and that that's what he truly is. And uh, it's uh, it was. I just love and that. He broke story. up the
0: band, man.
1: Yeah, he's like uh, Yoko Ono.
0: <laughs> but, but i love
1: i just love the fact that finally israelis or jews whoever i'm sure they were israelis just got sick and tired of it and, and just we're not going it we're not going to take it anymore let's rush the stage and they rushed the stage it was great anyway maybe they were you know a lot of israelis live in germany so maybe they were yeah they i think they were is, israelis um would you would you like to learn about more anti-semitic stuff
0: um okay well this sure is just- this is kind of like politics. No. Oh, um, okay. Oh, yeah, by the so, way, by the way, let, let me just say something real fast about Germany. How they're going to have Roger Waters under investigation because of his Nazi imagery. I'm going to call BS on Germany because while you fund the Palestinian authority, the modern day Jew-hating Nazis, okay? Yeah. I really don't want to hear your shallow words. Kind of like of America too. But anyway, I digress. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to to inject seriousness here. Yeah,
1: it's called lighten up. Can you please stop? Okay, Uh,
0: here we go. My favorite president,
1: Joe Biden, is back in the news. Guess what, Matt? Mm -mm. I don't know if you heard this. This comes right out of uh, the Israeli papers. Biden to unveil strategy to combat anti-Semitism on Thursday. Apparently- okay, once
0: again, I'm gonna I'm gonna say kind of what I just said about Germany. He should shut his pie hole because he's now threatening <laughs> Netanyahu with a personal meeting if Netanyahu goes through with cuts to the Palestinian Authority. They they pay terrorists and and murderers. Like, 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 I'm so sick and tired of people talking about we gotta do something about anti Semitism and then funding actual Jew hating murderers. That's okay. all Calm down. Calm down. Listen. Here,
1: you want to hear what the strategy is? The strategy uh, was announced with uh, – the strategy will be announced with a a video presentation and then a live stream conversation between the people who designed the strategy. First of all, the video that they're presenting is going to be – it's a short presentation of people beating up Jews. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then Joe Biden is going to say, this is why this is wrong. And guess the people who came up with this strategy, the biggest Jew haters, Susan Rice, <laughs> and then Biden's chief of domestic policy advisor. And they call him second gentleman, Doug Emhoff, the the, the secular Jew married to uh, Kamala Harris, everybody.
0: Make book, make book. They're going to Jew wash it with the ADL. Yeah. So right, the say- ADL will give it the Heckscher. Because they're a worthless leftist political organization.
1: <laughs> so, they, Matt, they've been laying down the groundwork for a strategy that would encompass the breadth of government. So, apparently, Matt, Joe Biden in government is the answer to Jew hatred. Yay! Hmm. <laughs> uh, it says Crickets. here the White House, Crickets. the White House event uh, in honor of Jewish Heritage Month. Biden said oh. the strategy includes. Matt, the strategy oh. includes. Over 100 meaningful actions that government will take to stop anti-Semitism. 100! That's all that it takes!
0: Guaranteed to make it worse.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I I,
0: don't even like the notion of Jewish Heritage Month. I mean, it's like, what are you going to do? Have, like, you know, kosher hot dogs at the baseball game? hi We can discuss that when we come back. Okay. (laughs) Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Roya (laughs) Mosinian. Welcome back, everybody. I was not trying to discourage you.
1: Welcome welcome back, everybody, to our third and final segment on Israel News Talk Radio, the show. Yeah. My co-host, the original OG, Matt Zucker, who was making me laugh off the air and, and basically discouraging me, but we won't get
0: it. No, any. I'm not discouraging you. All I said was I was talking about me, not you. Okay. Listen, Matt, Do you, uh, I'm, I'm going to ask Steven you. Steven said, like, do, you, do you have any stories? And I said, yes. Once upon a time, there was a guy who thought it would be a really good idea to make Aliyah Ali move to Israel, and he thought I was talking about him, but no, I was talking to myself. <laughs> Stop that. Do you have any news stories or no? No, man, I have no news stories. I don't read the news. All I do is read things about the state of Israel, so I can become. a You tour know girl. what? You're you're like our new co-host, Roya. She comes unprepared too. <laughs> I'm doing all the work. No, listen, I gotta tell you. Listen, the the you know, but I love this tour guide course because I don't have time for the news and I don't have time for politics, which is. Totally awesome because all oh, but it's great because now everything I read, a book next to my bed, whatever, everything I'm reading is about history of Israel in one way or another, or you know. Well, and Matt, I'm, since I'm enjoying is... being immersed in learning. Okay. Well, Matt, since this show is called Israel
1: or Lighten Up, but the show, but the radio and the network is called Israel News Talk Radio, would you like to share an interesting fact about Israel that most people would never know, but they would only know. If they came to you on a tour, hmm, that nobody knows something interesting about Israel that the, maybe the majority
0: of people wouldn't know.
1: You know, the average tourist about. Well, Israel. by the way, well, I will tell you,
0: um, it's not really funny, but uh, I have learned through everything in my class that there's, you know, like the the Palestinian claim to the land. Uh, I can like shoot holes in every single one of them. <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, so so that that's kind of interesting. Um, Philistines are more advanced. I got to deal with you know what? Ancient cultures are so advanced. You think that they were basically like uh, primitive? Uh, you know, like I don't not cave people, but somebody who lived in the Bronze Age or Iron Age. Yeah, you or I wouldn't last a week. How these people lived with uh, farming and and uh, gathering water and stuff like that. It was just a uh, it's totally awesome, you know the 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 Nabateans, who had a, an ancient culture out of Arabia. They ran the spice and incense route from basically Yemen to Gaza, and they have their uh, they have a way of hiding water sources in the middle of the desert. It's unbelievable. Wow,
1: uh, this is the same uh, spice uh, route that took Joseph when he they took him when his brothers pushed him in the pit, and then he a spice route that he, they did it right on the spice yes. route.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Wow. wow, Matt Zucker bringing the Torah to life on Lighten Up. I love it. Well, I do it. really enjoy the class. Like, like there's, the, there's the, uh, there's the, they call it the Tel Avivian approach to archaeology and the Jerusalem approach to archaeology, and it's really kind of funny. The Tel Avivian approach is basically you discount everything. <laughs> that couldn't have possibly happened. And here's why. And the Jerusalem approach is, ah, look. It's right in the Torah. It's right here. Look at this. It's right in the Torah. It's right in the Bible. Here it is. You know, it's it's, it's really kind of funny. And dependent upon your instructor or your guide, because I work with different uh, instructors all the time and different guides, some of them really uh, go the extra mile to try to disprove things.
1: (laughs) I don't like that. It's not true. Um, Matt, you want to hear a wacky story? I would love to. Uh listen, Matt, now you've taken selfies of yourself, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, you and Barbara take selfies, right? Yeah, I guess. Okay. So here's We the- used to we used to when we enjoyed spending time with each other. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> I love Barbara. She loves you. Give me a kiss, Matt.
1: We just never go out. I know that's true. Anyway, so go ahead. So here's the story. It says here an Indian official, this happened in India. Uh, got suspended after he drained a whole reservoir to retrieve a phone that he dropped while taking a selfie. It says here in New Delhi, uh, a guy he's been he's been suspended from his job. I guess he works for the government. Uh, he demanded that a reservoir and water is very you know precious in India be drained so that he could retrieve his smartphone because he dropped it while taking a selfie. Um, his name is Rashesh Vishwaz. <laughs> I don't know if you can what, even at, it. what do you do with all that water? Well, here, it says here he dropped his Samsung in uh, this dam in central India. And uh, it says he first act, asked local divers to jump in to the reservoir to find the device, claiming it contained sensitive government data. Please, I dropped my phone while I was taking a selfie in the reservoir. Anyway, (laughs) it says, but after the initial efforts, they couldn't find the phone. So then he said, you know what? Take all the water out of the reservoir. I work for the Indian government, and I need my phone. So over the next three days, more than two million liters of water were pumped out just so this schmuck. So this schmuck can retrieve his stupid Samsung phone.
0: (laughs) Uh, Did they, like, put it into a different reservoir? Or did they, like, put it in this...
1: So it says here, uh, it says, he told local media the water in the reservoir was unusable for irrigation. So he said, don't worry. The water, we cannot use it. It just sits in the reservoir. We don't (laughs) use it for nothing. This is what he told everyone. So he says, drain it. I need my phone because I've got uh, very scandalous pictures on there. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) um, so guess what? So – the smartphone was eventually retrieved, Matt. Um, but guess what happened? The water ruined it. That's right. It was broken anyway. He could. It was waterlogged. What a schmuck.
0: You're supposed to put it in a bowl of rice. What? What is he talking about? Did you ever hear like that? Like if you drop your phone in the, in the toilet or something like that or, in a, or water, you don't turn it on. You don't do anything. You put it in a bag of, of, of rice, which absorbs all of the moisture out of your phone. I never heard that. Is that what you're uh, learning in your tour guide school? No, no. I, I don't know, man. I picked that one up, like, I don't know, a long time ago.
1: You picked that up while you were smoking pot when you were really yeah. high.
0: I, maybe, but I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you are like, maybe, dude. <laughs> hey, man, put that in a bag of rice. You're good to go, bro. <laughs> uh, I said, man, I never even took out my cell phone on a ski lift. You know, I was so afraid to drop that thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Listen, to anyway. you want to have anxiety, come to Israel and, and lose your phone because it's not only – you don't really know where you're going without your ways. It's got your Google Translate on there when you're meeting somebody. You know, <laughs> oh, my God. That's right. Leave the house without your phone. It's like panic. Where's my phone? <laughs> um.
1: Yeah. Anyway, oh, here's, here's a good story. You're going to love this, Matt. I got a lot of wacky stories. I hope we, we put our fill in. I, I was told I had some criticism. You're not talking about Israel enough. I was talking about too much, too much other stuff. but
0: I think Well, so. you know, it is Israel News Talk Radio. Well, okay, so fine. The whole show has to be about
1: Israel and Jews. Sometimes the Jews get on my nerves. We, <laughs> I'm
0: well, just that kidding. I get. <laughs>
1: but I love them. I love them. I love every one of them uh here's a story it's do you involved. really do you here's really sto- yes i do okay good. i love all jews okay even the ones that tell me what what uh statement are you making with your kippah i might have that
0: happened to- no that's just, that's a that's a should i tell here? that story
1: on air or no yeah the same thing happened to me from my old teacher when i first got here
0: you know you know uh, what kippah you're wearing says a lot about you steven
1: well, that's true. And 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 I had this Hasidic Jew uh, with with at a kiddish table uh, for kid Shabbos lunch. Just look at me and just say, so what statement are you making with that kippah, Stephen? <laughs> and, I, and then he discounted my tzitzit and he said I would ugh. he kept he kept he was lush and horror on me.
0: He was, he was, he was no man. He was doing God's work, helping, strengthening your resolve to love your fellow Jew. Well, let me tell you something. After I was thinking about it, if Moshe Rabbeinu
1: came back to this world, he wouldn't recognize the black hatters with the capotes and the payas. because the Jews back then looked more like me and you than they did with the black hats and some Eastern European Polish shtetl. They looked like Arabs, actually.
0: But you're, but you're, but you're going back there next weekend, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I go there every weekend. I'm Shomer Shabbos now. Yeah, well, very nice. Mazaltov. Tov. Thank you. It's been four months. It's been very difficult, but I'm I've done it.
0: I've yeah, Barbara. It's like we're we're into the brown season now. It's like very hot. You know, no more. Actually, we did have rain the other night, but we're probably done going to synagogue until November because the shuls that we go to are so far away. You know, you're not walking on a. The good thing about Judaism no, 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 no.
1: is that it is, it's a home based religion. You can daven in at home and it, Hashem still loves you. It doesn't matter.
0: No, 100%. I usually do it at home anyway. It's just nice in the wintertime when you, you know, to, it's nice sometimes to be around other people. Okay. Listen, here's a story that,
1: I, that, I, that uh, pertained to me. It says here, this got this from the Jerusalem Post. A new comedy showcase in New York City asks, what's still funny about being a, a New York Jew? And these apparently are some Jewish comedians in New York who are doing an all Jewish show, monthly a monthly show in New York City. It says trying to usher in a new generation of Jewish comedians with their new monthly stand-up show in New York City. And as famous shows like do you ever watch the show The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? I love that show. Yeah, yeah. It's great. It's loosely based on Joan Rivers, but anyway, so they're trying really? to bring yeah, I it did is. not know. Yeah, they're trying to bring back that, you know, uh, you know, Jewish. Uh, I don't know whatever they're trying to do. It says fast forward to a generation or two, and the list, uh, like the new current generation, might include of New York comedian Jews like Robert Klein, Elaine Boozler, Jerry Seinfeld, Billy Crystal, and these two. Comedians. Uh, I never thought
0: Elaine Boozler was that funny. I'll be honest with you.
1: Okay, well, but she's a comedian. But, okay. Can I
0: get through this story? Over I'm here? sorry
1: okay it <laughs> says here uh, the comedian Ethan levine and tori piskin it's time for a changing of the guard they're trying to usher in a new generation of jewish comedians in a monthly show in new york city which will showcase young jewish comedians uh and you know what the name of the show is what <laughs> it's called smoking hot jews <laughs> apparently you have to be good looking to be on the show uh it's the who's who of young jewish talent and um, it's funny here because the, the person who um, said, uh, the, the woman I guess I forget which one, Tori Piskin, she's like 30 years old, uh, told the New York Jewish, uh, told the New York Jewish Week, um, I also feel like we're creating a new tradition within our comedy community, And people will talk about this generation of comedians 50 years from now. I think it's time to bring a young, cool energy to this. Uh, It says here, I want to be someone – she goes, she wants people on the show uh, that – she says, I want it to be someone who's under the age of 41 and maybe who hasn't gotten a divorce yet. (laughs) I guess I'll never be on the show, babe. They ain't going to book me.
0: I tell you what. If I thought I'd be alive in 50 years, I would get some action on whether people would be talking about them in 50 years. (laughs) Yeah, I no bet you they're ta- not.
1: <laughs> no one's going to be talking about some open mic once a month with Jews that are uh, young, and it's called Young Hot Jews. Oh, listen, man,
0: how, how do you even be a comedian anymore in, like, the cancel culture? You can't be funny. You can't be yeah, yeah, spontaneous because you you're going to offend somebody, and then boom, the mob comes after you. You're done.
1: Hey, I've done. I know how much, you know how many times I've gotten in trouble on this
0: show because of my big mouth? You know. Well— Okay, yeah, but you probably have that coming to you. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Um. Anyway,
1: any new <laughs> listeners, Miss Produce? Is there any vodka in that orange juice? Yes, this is my morning orange juice. No, no vodka. you still at your mom's? You
0: put a little spoonful of Metamucil in there?
1: <laughs> Hi-oh! Thanks a lot for making me feel worse. about my got to stay
0: regular, man. Hey, Matt.
1: <laughs> what? Listen to this. You're going to love this story. Now, you like uh, food,
0: right? I love food. Can't you tell?
1: Yeah. Um, no, actually, you look fabulous. You look very skinny right now. And it's black.
0: Old, it's slimming.
1: It's bl- and without your beard, too. Oh, hmm. my God. Did I lose this story?
0: Did you see our producers put up some uh, new countries for you? to?
1: Oh, uh, guess what, Matt? Ireland, Britain. And Japan is listening.
0: Oh, so check this out. You hear something funny? There's a dude in my class from Ireland. He's an Irish Yemenite Jew. Brown, brown skin, jet black hair, thickest Irish accent. Of course, completely fluent in Hebrew. It's the funniest thing. <laughs> Does he sound like this?
1: Ha! Ah, uh, like like the luck guy. <laughs> Hashem Adonai, Hashem Halakano. Yeah. <laughs> What else is there in Hebrew to say? What can you say in Hebrew with an Irish accent?
0: Oh my gosh, that's so funny, man. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Keno. Hello, Keno. Hello, Baruch Hashem. <laughs> Ask I should him to say,
0: they're... can you please say they're magically delicious?
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're magically delicious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The problem is, I don't know much. To... Anyway uh there's a guy here uh in this story which you know what you know what i hate i get these stories and then if you don't like open them up or read them within like a couple hours they they go away it's like you're locked out I, i don't understand this there's a guy here uh in england actually who um he's a food critic and he eats uh food in the shower and then he reviews the food of what it tastes like
0: on twitter that's stupid
1: <laughs> I know, but it was so crazy. Is he like? Oh, is
0: that like on video? Is he like sitting there? You know,
1: with, no, it's not it, on video. But he eats I all don't his. Get the he eats like he eats food in the shower and then reviews the food on Twitter. But Isn't it soggy? A, he, he's taking a shower with food. Like mm. he'll eat a steak in the shower. Hmm. This tasted a little bit like Irish Spring.
0: Oh, you know, I mean, soul. I know everybody needs a gimmick. You know what I mean to stand out, but that one I don't really get. Yeah. Well, you know what.
1: I remembered it, but it's nothing. Um... <laughs> anyway, I'd rather hear about your Irish Jew.
0: <laughs> it's a very, uh, this is very interesting.
1: Shalom, everybody. Shalom. Pass me very the interesting
0: charm. Class. A lot of Russians and Ukrainians. Someone from Namibia. Ethiopia. Oh, from hut number 10. Kyrgyzstan. There's someone in my class from Kyrgyzstan. Ah, I was like, I think that's like a country in the. Did you ever play Risk? Yes. It's like right next, to <laughs> right next to
1: Kamchatka. You know what's sad is that you and I are only understanding this, and the re- we've lost the whole world. Everyone's like, "What's Kamchatka? What's Risk?" That's so funny. It is right. Next
0: it's a to board game of world domination, and it is so much fun. It will take you four hours to play, and you may lose friends with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because you make all these secret packs, and then you grew
0: them over <laughs> so 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 all right don't tell me anybody this is a secret my brother-in-law we, I was like man it had to be 25 years ago ish uh, we' ever they were in visiting and he wasn't married yet um, and we got in we played risk I don't know why he probably wanted to he got into such a fight with his girlfriend really <laughs> yep they broke up <laughs> over a board game.
1: Wow. Well, that wasn't meant to be.
0: They eventually got back together and married, but you know, they had they had about a year hiatus. <laughs> God, uh. you know
1: party. what? For a, for a wedding present, you should have got them the game risk.
0: Well, oh, that would have been funny.
1: Yeah, come on, Matt. You got to think quick, funny. baby. Think quick. Yeah. Um. All right. Here's the story you're gonna like. This also comes out of Germany. Uh this was a German surgeon, a doctor. He got fired. Uh, from his hospital, after he asked the janitor to help him with an amputation in
0: surgery. <laughs> it says. I mean, here, help do what though? Like hold, hold this leg. I'm done with it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it says officials at a hospital in Germany have expressed great regret after they after it emerged that one of their surgeons got a a a, 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 a janitor to assist in a toe amputation. Uh, it said that. Uh, it happened uh i don't know where it happened it i think he washed his hands first <laughs> it says the hospital's chief executive said the surgeon wrongly decided to go ahead with the routine procedure even though no qualified assistant was available there was no one available to help him in the surgery so he saw some guy wheeling a bucket uh you know excuse me can you come in here mr janitor can you just hold this toe while i snip it off i mean <laughs> So it said here the patient who had received local anesthetic became restless. The doctor asked a nearby janitor to hold the man's leg and pass, and pass surgical instruments, according to the local police. <laughs> oh, my God. It says here the incident came to light after a hospital manager spotted the janitor with bloody gauze pads in his hand <laughs> in an operating room. They're like, why does, why does, uh, why is our janitor have bloody gauze pads? Is it, is that some new, uh, new right. it's like, what was that what was that commercial?
0: I didn't go to med school, but I did sleep at a Holiday Inn Express last night.
1: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. How, how, how would you like to be in surgery? And then you wake up and freaking janitors. No. Cut you open. No. <laughs> Thank you. I thought that was a nice, that's a perfect story for a lighting up.
0: Yeah, well, I'm sorry I didn't do a better job. I'm sorry I didn't. I'm sorry I didn't do any job preparing for the show. But I, I kid you not, man, it's like it's all I've been. I should show you the books that I bring. All I do is read.
1: That's right. That's okay. Don't worry about it, Matt. I once again hold the show. That's why the ratings are going down because I get no support. <laughs> Please share the show, everybody. If you love the show, if you love lighting up, it's the greatest show on Israel News Talk Radio. <laughs> share it out with your friends. Because I'm I gotta tell, tell you, I, I try. I tried to start listening to your buddy Lenny's uh, show too. Lenny's show is awesome.
0: The Jewish Truth Bomb. I, but I'm telling you, it's like I, I you know, I can listen to something for 20 minutes on earbuds on the train. But hey, I really some guys
1: read walking book. by in your house. Who's that?
0: That's my son Sam.
1: Sam Shmuel. Anyway, yeah. he's, look, he's looking out the window. What's he going on the deck? Hello. He's going to
0: the. He's going out to the pool.
1: Oh, you have a pool,
0: boy. Yeah. Life must be tough in Israel. It's we rent, dude. I assure you. you. You rent the pool (laughs) yeah i rent the pool comes with a house (laughs) um we did you know we did we did we did put down a deposit on an apartment to buy an apartment yeah we bought it on paper won't be ready for a year and a half i'll be dead in a year and a half
1: (laughs) god forbid where is the apartment at the part is Oh, you, so you're going to stay there in Parnas
0: Oh, yeah, man. I suggested we look at places less expensive because Parnas is crazy expensive. I mean, whole, all Israel is crazy expensive. <sighs> so I said, not hey, living in, Not I said, living I said, in
1: a van in the Judean desert. That's what I'm well, doing. Well,
0: I suggested we look at Ashkelon. And, and my darling wife said that she would miss me. <laughs> I'm like, you can live on the beach for like half the price of Partisana. She goes, yeah, but there you definitely get rockets. I'm like, yeah, yeah but yeah, not yeah. that often. <laughs>
1: Anyway, well, we can finish up with our last story, and then we can let you get back to your studying.
0: Ugh, I have so much studying to do.
1: Okay. Um, you're going to love this. This is a perfect way to end Lighten Up. You're going to love this. Now, this, of course, only can happen in America, and only at a Walmart. You're going to love this story. Ready? Go. It says, nude man, karate mom, and a thieving dog in bizarre Walmart incident. That's and that's not in Florida? No, it's not in Florida. It says here, it's in Wisconsin. It said here, Wisconsin uh, po- uh, police arrived at a theft scene to find a nude man and his karate practicing mom and their dog stealing cornbread muffin mix in a bizarre <laughs> incident. They were stealing <laughs> cornbread. It says officers arrived on this uh, screen uh, scene. Their dog, they, uh, they, the mom and the son went into Walmart with their dog. The dog is named Bo, according to a statement. And he, they let the dog run around uh, Walmart. Uh, Smith began to tear items off the display and put them in her cart while the dog ran around to various customers like a distraction. And then when the store manager asked them to leave. Um, she went outside and started doing karate moves in the parking lot. This is the mother. <laughs> and then uh, There had so, to be drugs or alcohol involved, right? I, I don't know. But then apparently when she was doing karate moves, her son went into the back, took off his clothes, and started running around the store grabbing new clothes in the nude. <laughs> oh, my God. And it said even the dog got into it. The dog grabbed a box of Jiffy Cornbread and <laughs> headed out <laughs> of the <laughs> store. <laughs> <laughs> The dog stole. And then, um, anyway, so the cops came. The karate mom started kicking out the door. Um, and, uh, you know, in the police station, they arrested the nude son. And in the end, it says, it says, Bo, the dog was not charged.
0: <laughs> Bo, the dog was not charged. That's perfect. That's it, perfect. Said,
1: uh, it said the Wisconsin police issued him a warning for theft. That's all they did. <laughs>
0: Hey, you really- know, I have a great idea. So you know what, man? After I become a licensed tour guy, we ought to talk to uh, Tamar Yona, the proprietor of this fine station, and do an Israel News Talk radio tour. What do you think?
1: Ooh, that'd be great. I don't quite understand how that happened. How are you going to tour? Tour what? The radio station?
0: <laughs> now, Israel listeners book a trip to Israel. Oh, yes! And, you know, they can meet hosts and, and uh, you know—
1: I love that idea. Matt, we've got 30 seconds left. And thank you so much for filling in for the show. And I Thanks love that idea. Thanks for having me, man. Oh, anytime you want. And, and thank you very much. And yes, Israel News Talk Radio listeners, come to Israel. We'll do an Israel News Talk Radio tour with Matt Zucker. Yeah. That is awesome. I love that. <laughs> that is the best. Thank you so much, Matt, for joining me. Thank you, everybody. I love you. Hope you enjoyed the show. Shavua Tov!